Hi, I'm Victoria and welcome to Untangling the Scars. Thank you for being here with me. I do want to say in this podcast, I talk about mental health and self-harm, but I'm not a professional nor counselor of any kind. I'm going to talk about how you may be using distractions as a way to cope with certain issues or problems you might not want to face. I think all of us distract ourselves to a certain extent, sometimes by overworking ourselves or going out constantly, feeling like we need to be surrounded by people all the time, and that we don't want to sit alone with our own thoughts. A lot of us try to keep ourselves super busy so that maybe we don't face certain issues or things we're worried about. There's a million ways you can distract yourself from your daily life. I think there's definitely a healthy amount to keep yourself busy and distracted, but you also should be able to sit alone by yourself and sit alone with your thoughts. For some people, that's when they really don't want to be alone or they have an issue with being alone with themselves. They always want to have people around. They always want to be doing something just to distract themselves from a bigger problem or issue. For me, that's something I did for a long time, doing a bunch of things always just so that I didn't have to like sit alone with my thoughts too long. I'm personally an introvert and I like to be alone, but I like to be alone distracted. So I'm either walking, listening to music, listening to a podcast, watching a show, sometimes talking on the phone, or like going out, I have something distracting me. I'm not really sitting alone with my thoughts. I'm not just being present in the moment and just sitting with myself and like listening to the birds chirping outside. That's not me. I want to say music's the main thing I always have. I'm listening to music when I'm walking, while I work out, in the morning, when I wake up, sometimes if I can't fall asleep, that's a bit of my distraction. And it for sure has been a great thing. It has helped me so much. But I also want to be able to sit in the present moment and just not have anything going on in the background. I remember in high school especially, that's when my depression and that's when I started with most of my mental health issues. That was kind of the beginning of everything happening. Since I hated high school, it was such a dread for me to go. I honestly ended up skipping most of high school didn't show up that much for my classes and with really any excuse i could like give myself i'd be like nope i'm not going i'm gonna miss today yeah i i didn't go very often and at the end i ended up just doing online classes but in terms of my first two years when i was going more consistently i remember every morning i would wake up go downstairs, make myself a bowl of cereal, come back to my room. I would put on, I think it was usually like Pretty Little Liars or Vampire Diaries. I would watch that as I'm having my cereal. I would literally watch that from like moment of waking up, getting up, all the way till the last minute to the point where I would be late if I didn't leave the house, which I was a good amount of times, but I would wait till the last moment I would just distract myself by watching Vampire Diaries or Pretty Little Liars every single morning of the week, especially before school, because that was what really helped me and it made it easier for me to go to school. 
because I was completely distracted and I wasn't really thinking about all the issues that could go on during my day in high school, how I was super anxious to be around people. I always just felt off and I just didn't have my group. I didn't belong anywhere. I was just there, kind of talked to a few people and then left. So having that, I wouldn't think about my social interactions in school. I wouldn't think about homework. I wouldn't think about the teachers or that I didn't do my assignment or the grades or anything that was, you know, stressing me out that I just didn't want to think about or put more energy into. That really helped and it got me through at least like two years of high school by just like in the mornings watching Vampire Diaries and having my cereal and distracting myself. And then since I lived super close to my high school, I would come back home for lunch, same situation. I would make some kind of food and then I would be watching a show. The only thing I looked forward to while in school, I'm like, okay, school's done. This is my last block. What am I gonna come home to do is watch my show. It relaxed me, it gave me something to do. That really helped. Yeah, it just got me through high school because I had something to look forward to and it just distracted me from like the shit show that was high school, my crippling mental health at the time and how I just wasn't coping well or dealing well with any of the issues. In that case, it was like a helpful distraction because I really didn't have any other at the time sources to get help or that were bringing my anxiety down or anything like that. And that's really what I needed at the time, some kind of healthy distraction to an extent that wasn't self-harming, which that's in high school when I started to do that. So this was a better distraction than self-harming. In that way, it was good, but I just didn't have any resources that I knew of to get help or I didn't even have the initiative to reach out for help or really anything like that. At the time, it was it was the best distraction I could have and I was dealing with it the best that I knew how as a teen. Now that I do therapy and that I have a counselor, I think of different distractions or I think of different ways of coping with things and I have resources that can help me compared to before. I know a lot of people in my life, people close to me, where I can see that for them, they need to be busy all the time. They don't ever want to be alone. They don't want to sit alone with their thoughts. I guess there's something there they're not ready to deal with or some kind of personal issues. I think a lot of people just run their lives on overworking themselves, staying as busy as they can, getting a million things done, which is great. You're being productive and that's great, but is it because there's something there that you don't want to face? I can really see it with certain people, how they use work especially. Here in North America, I see it a lot where most of people's lives are just relying and revolve all around work which it's super expensive where I am. You sometimes just have to work so much in order to financially be okay in the city. 
also some people just overdo it way to distract themselves and there's avoidance coping if you're using all these outside sources in order to cope with something or you're putting something off there's something you don't want to think about maybe you have a deadline you have something big coming up or something hard that you might have to face and you don't want to you might continuously just add more and more stuff to your daily routine pick up extra shifts work more and do more in order to avoid or forget about something i think that's like a really valid and fair reason it makes sense there's something you don't want to think about so you do whatever in your power not to think about it and to distract yourself from it it makes a lot of sense i kind of realized that was something i was doing maybe too much to a point where it was unhealthy and not good for me i went into film i did background work for about two years i want to say it was great honestly got a lot of work met amazing people but it's a career and a field that really you sacrifice a lot of yourself your personal time your relationships and honestly just your well-being most people who work in film there is no balance for most people especially if you work on set it's hard to find any kind of balance it started when i was 17 I would work these crazy hours, sometimes 12 hours, sometimes 15, sometimes even like 18 hour days. And that's, it's a lot, especially once you put them sometimes back to back. Like if I did three days in a row and they were three days, 15 hour shoots, it's a lot. Then you take maybe a day off or depends, film goes up and down, sometimes you're busier, sometimes you're not. But when I was really busy, it would sometimes, yeah, be five days a week that I was working at least 12 hours, I want to say most days. And working that much every day, it was obviously taking a toll on me, but I was always accepting work. I never really refused it. I was like, nope, I have work. This is great. I'm going to be over here. I'm going to be dressed as this person. It definitely helped me in a sense with my mental health of not thinking about my issues. It was a great distraction. It also made it so much worse because my self-harm was pretty bad then too. I was not taking care of myself. I was tired all the time doing some night shoots. So I wouldn't sleep during the night. I was working like 15 hours and then I would wake up and be a mess and maybe have a day or two off and then work all over again. It was obviously taking a toll on me and deteriorating me. It wasn't helping my mental health. Maybe if I did it more part-time in a way where I could kind of find a balance in there where I would only accept once or twice a week so that okay if I had one to two days a week that were crazy long shifts I still have kind of five days to recover or I'm doing something else but when that was my full-time job and I was doing that a lot I was working I don't know how many hours a week then my mental health everything else plummeted I was not in a good place that was one distraction I used a lot was 
quite detrimental to my health at sometimes my self-harm got really bad because when you have all these other exterior factors that aren't helping aren't helping you stay a little more balanced there's not some kind of routine or maybe consistency to help it's hard to really cope and manage i wouldn't be going on my like daily walks to get fresh air just detox and relax all my personal self-care things that would help my physical body and mentally those were all just tossed to the side because i just put all my energy put everything into my work and that was my priority but it shouldn't have been my priority if it was taking a toll on me mentally and physically that shouldn't have been my priority because i want to be mentally and physically strong so that I can work and do my best at my job. I think of those two things being hand in hand, not one or the other. With that, film was very challenging to keep any kind of balance or to do my self-care and things that really help me make life more manageable and bring down stress. Because it's also a pretty stressful industry in terms of times you definitely don't want to be late you're waking up at like five in the morning that's also little additional stressors i realized that i was using work as a huge way to cope and to forget about anything to do with how i was doing my thoughts how i was self-harming it was it was a big distraction if you're with people all day that's also very draining I remember at one point, this was after I had fell into a pretty bad mental state once meeting my boyfriend. I started self-harming a lot more after taking a break. This time I was struggling a lot with what had happened when we met, certain issues that started my self-harm all over again. I realized that I was just trying to pack so much in my day in order not to think about the event or not think about what had happened which wasn't his fault it was just a bad situation on the first day that we met i just packed my day added more things to do and would go out even right after finishing a night shoot or finishing a huge day shoot working like 13 hours i would then go make plans to meet someone go out go drinking. I was keeping myself as busy as I could be, even though I needed that rest. I needed some time to unwind, to just relax, maybe listen to music, have some food, take a hot shower and do more self-care, unwind, just to recharge my batteries. But instead, I didn't want to sit alone with my thoughts. I didn't want to sit alone with myself. Because honestly, I was scared of myself, of what I might do, how easily my negative thinking puts me into a bad place, and I'm most likely going to end up self-harming. If I'm alone too long, I'm going to continuously cut and self-harm, and I'm trying to avoid that. So let me just keep my day as packed with as much things as I can be. That was definitely my way of thinking about it, how I wanted to deal with it, even though it was not the best way. 
I then ended up picking up another job on top of doing film. I was really jam-packing myself, plus having this new relationship, putting in a lot of time into that, and just keeping myself so busy. Even at night, I remember I would fall asleep listening to music. I would just always want to have some kind of noise, sound going on that wasn't my own thoughts, because that was scary and I didn't want to think about how I'm now self-harming and restarting that pattern. Things are just going downhill. I didn't want to think about that. I was like, no, that's fine. I'm going to continue doing my thing. And even self-harm at the time, it was what I was used to in order to help take my mind off of something I didn't want to think about or things that were too challenging to think about. I used that as a distraction and as a coping mechanism in order to avoid anything I didn't know how to deal with. Alcohol is also a huge distraction. In that moment, it takes you away from whatever you don't want to think about, don't want to worry, certain problems you might have in your life. Even though these are negative distractions, they're quite harmful, especially depending on how frequently you engage in them. It's difficult to not want to take yourself away from immediate distress or issues. I think for me it was about finding different ways to, sure, maybe distract myself, but in a healthier way, in a better way compared to before. Especially for me going to my more negative way of coping and distracting myself from things, which would be alcohol, or self-harming. For me, it was avoiding or trying to not use my more negative coping and distraction methods, finding more positive, just something that would really help me when I needed to be taken away. For example, urges were getting high to use my other coping mechanisms doing something else that was potentially bringing down those urges. I like to go for walks, drawing sometimes, painting, whatever little things I can do by myself that help me. Working out's great, I'll go for runs. If I have an issue that's bothering me, something stressful potentially, maybe it's an event, there's something coming up, or something happened that's creating a lot of distress and I'm not coping well or dealing well with it, my automatic and instilled way of doing it would be I'm going to cut or I'll end up drinking to kind of forget about it. Those are my more automatic way of dealing with things that I'm like, okay, this is going to help right in this moment, but it's going to make it so much worse in the future I'm not going to feel any better after, which is a huge part. I want to find a better way than my automatic way of dealing with things that's now more positive, at least just isn't harmful, isn't going to make things worse or bring my mood down anymore. I've found a few little things that will help me. That's been a huge thing of figuring out new ways that I can cope, deal with things in a better way. And slowly I find some things that work or some things that only work sometimes. I'm trying to find the best way that's going to help because I also want it to be something that 
doesn't have to involve other people. That's something I can do easily by myself in order to recenter, kind of relax my mind and take away so much attention from a certain thing. For me, the walking has been great. That's super helpful. I go, I get fresh air. Every time I come back, I feel better. I have exercised. I took myself away from like these constant just racing thoughts. Usually sometimes I need to put music because that'll chill me out, that'll calm me down, and it'll help. I'll find other ways, taking cold showers, writing. Writing's huge. For me, I go in waves in terms of writing. I'll sometimes be writing a lot. I'll be journaling every day. Sometimes I won't be. I'll go probably like weeks, maybe even a month without writing anything down. I don't want to push anything. As long as I'm doing one thing that helps me and I have one thing that I'm doing that's gonna prevent me from self-harming and gonna be kind of a self-care thing to calm down my mind and to recenter myself. If you find yourself being one of those people that constantly need to be distracted, need to be doing something, overworking, being around people all the time, doing any little tasks, errands, and can't spend time by yourself, I think that's a good time to maybe ask yourself, is there some kind of issue in your life that you don't want to deal with? There's something going on that you might not want to think about or needs to be dealt with. Honestly, over-distracting yourself can be harmful and can be bad for your physical and mental state. Maybe think about if that is you, what is potentially just even something that's worrying you or someone you need to talk to. Maybe there's a relationship or a friendship that you're having issues with and you're avoiding talking to that person or you're distracting yourself from having a certain conversation you don't want to have any kind of big thing that you know is sitting there something that's boiling maybe inside that's just about to explode all these little things because they're honestly they're weighing on you they're stressors it's better just to deal with them and get them off your chest if you can talk to someone find a way to yeah just get it off of your shoulders because it's going to end up doing more damage for you and eventually you're gonna have to deal with it you might as well make that first step for me that was like when i was overdoing everything i then realized okay, I'm accepting all my shifts at work, I'm requesting for more shifts, I'm going overboard on this so much, and I'm over-socializing because I'm an introvert. I need a little time to myself to recoup, fill up my own cup, get my own batteries back in order to socialize. But when I wasn't doing all this, at some point I realized like I'm just distracting myself from this certain issue that I don't want to deal with. It's too hard and too painful to even face that I need to keep myself super busy, always be doing something, but eventually I am going to have to deal with it. That's the, that's the hardest part, is it's something you know eventually you're going to have to face, deal with, 
maybe you might need counseling to talk to someone about it let whatever it is out that was difficult for sure to then realize that there is an issue here that i was avoiding this for a reason that i was sacrificing my physical well-being and everything just because of this one issue that i just had no idea on how to cope how to deal with it i was lost i at the time didn't have any help for it didn't have a counselor had like not an actual professional support system even though i had great people around in my life it wasn't something i was ready to talk with them about or wanted to writing was a great way that slowly helped me deal with it in a way because i would express my emotions i would express how i was feeling without having to talk to someone which is sometimes just too difficult at the beginning or just doesn't feel like the right time or you're not ready for i would write it down and in some way i think i was dealing with it with the writing because i was putting my thoughts and emotions into words really expressing how i was feeling letting out some of those emotions without having them sizzle and kind of bubble inside me and just either staying busy or using those unhealthy coping mechanisms to deal with it thankfully i now have a counselor i have a lot of support and ways to deal with certain situations deal with a lot of my stressors or anxiety or urges to self-harm i have a professional support system which is great and extremely helpful for sure even though i have these professionals i still have to do a lot of the work myself in terms of they give you suggestions things that you can do in order to help and they're there for you and you can talk to them which is wonderful but you have to do the work yourself cuz i can go to every counseling session talk with my counselor come up with a game plan but after i leave that session it's up to me to start using those resources start using the skills that we talk about which is also a huge part is actually doing the work yourself and even though you have a counselor or some kind of professional you have to do that work yourself outside of your sessions to see what works what doesn't work what helps you what doesn't slowly find ways to get better you definitely can't put it all on someone else to fix those issues for you. They're there, they're a great help, but there's definitely a lot, a lot of work. 90% of the work you have to do yourself. You have to take that time, energy, kind of battle it out and push through, use those skills. And when you find yourself potentially like, "Oh, maybe I am distracting myself from this certain issue." I think it's important to identify and realize what kind of coping mechanism you're using whether it's something that's affecting your life it's more of a negative coping mechanism and it's bringing you down it affects maybe your mental or physical state as well or it's a coping mechanism that's not so detrimental that's maybe just a distraction it's not affecting you and it doesn't have so much of a negative side effect i think then you can realize okay if this is 
a coping mechanism that's negative or it's making your life harder, adding more issues that then has a negative side effect to it, then at that point, I think it's good to always reach out for help, talk to someone so that you can either diminish, bring down those negative coping mechanisms into something more positive or just find other substitutes, different ways that don't have such a negative side effect potentially. I think that's huge. It's mainly, I think, just finding that balance, just kind of finding a nice middle ground where okay, maybe, you know, you need a break from work, you've had something stressful, you've had an issue happen, something's like really bothering you. Sometimes you honestly just need something to take your mind off of it. Maybe something happened and you're like, I just need, I need to relax. I've been thinking about this for too long. Me sitting and thinking about this is no longer helpful. I need to go do something, I need to just take my mind off of it, and that's completely valid and normal. It can be helpful because sometimes sitting in your thoughts too long is not great either. Overthinking situations is not great, so sometimes you really do need that break of, okay, let me not think about this, let me get this off my mind, and I've sat with this for too long, it's really not helping, maybe refresh, then it'll be better. You have a situation, something happens and you're like, I don't want to think about that at all. I need to get my mind off of that. Let me go see my friends, let me do something. It's great, you see your friends and you feel a lot better. Maybe you tell them what happened. You're no longer just sitting alone with it and it's helpful, but if there's some bigger issue that's a constant stressor and you know is sitting inside you that needs to be dealt with or should be dealt with, then it's good to address it, probably get help or whatever you need in order for that not to be constantly weighing you down, constantly needing to distract yourself from this one issue, problem or stressor. But if it's like, okay, I had some bad event you know, this just happened today. I need to get my mind off of it. I'm gonna go, yeah, see my friends, go out for a bit. I'm gonna watch a show, do something to distract myself. It's good to not sit in some thoughts for too long or replay some events, because then you get like these racing thoughts about a certain event, what you said, what happened, and you just need to take your mind off of that. When it's a constant thing, then it's great. Reach out for help, talk to someone, see if there's something you can do to get that weight off your shoulders, honestly. Sometimes thinking about a certain situation for some people or in some circumstances can be way worse. Just sitting in them and thinking about it, you'll create a lot of anxiety that way you can think about a million situations and scenarios of how it could play out and you just need to get away from your mind at that point but honestly just finding better ways to cope finding other skills where you can put yourself in a better mindset find a better way to deal with the stressful event situation manage those emotions better so that when you do have something challenging come up going to come up or that already happened, you have a mindset of certain skills that can help you deal with the situation. 
That's what I learn a lot in my group therapy. I do DBT, dialectical behavioral therapy, and you learn a lot about managing those emotions, finding ways to cope, finding ways not to sit so much in the past or the future, obviously sitting more in the present moment. Lingering too much in the future can just create a lot of anxiety as it does for most people. Just slowly finding ways to be more mindful, be able to deal with those situations, to distract yourself when you need to distract yourself, but to also be able to deal with situations that come up. I want to say thank you guys for being on the podcast with me. I hope you could learn something and it opened your mind up to maybe certain coping mechanisms or ways of distracting yourself that you're using in your life that maybe you find are negative or impacting your life in a negative way that maybe you want to diminish, add a more positive way to deal with things. It's always great to reach out for help if you think you need to. I will see you guys next time for episode four. Take care.